I startle awake, 3.59 a.m. I dreamt of a different life. One long, healthy piss later, and I am towed to bucket with the drudgery of my reality. Splash one to get over the shock. Splash two to start the work. My dreams forgotten, skin cold and prickly, nipples hard and cutting through the thick, unidentified stench in the air. I'm paying homage to the death of my dreams. Life is about the choices we make. Run scarred. Run scared. Outlast the masters. Outrun the monsters. My mother told me that she will buy me a rubber dolly if I was good. Good. And now for the Unsullied with Orica Goddess. Get in there. It's beer day on the Unsullied and in the studio with me is a man who has been on defiance and undefeated even in championing his own cause. He works very hard and enviably has the kind of social life we all want. You know him as an actor, but in certain parts of this sphere, you should be lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time. And if you are, you would be pleasantly surprised that his talent extends to music as well. Not a lot of people know that. Uh, he's more than a sum of all his parts because his name is Gideon Okeke and this is why he's on Solid. Hello. What's up, people? How are you doing? I'm great. Um, you know, uh, trust me to to mess something up. No, no, it's not messed up. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> okay, so I love origin origin stories. So when uh, I said you're telling me another story about how Batman started because those right. movies just kept going on and on and on and on. Okay. But I would love to hear your origin story. Huh. Who was Gideon Okeke when he was six and what did he want out of life? Six years old? Six years old. Why did you say six? It's right. like I very. It was pr- a good number. Yeah? Yeah. Good number? Because you're no longer a toddler. You're not right. quite a teenager. Okay. It's in between. That sounds very privileged to, go to, to, to land on six. Six? Yeah. Is that your lucky number? Because I started doing whatever I'm doing today at that age. Did you? Exactly six years old. I started See, acting I at six. I, had, I started doing everything. Everything. I started. I I became aware of what this was at six. Wow. Yeah. So I what think. was that moment for you, where what you opened your eyes one day and it was your sixth birthday and you just knew you had life figured out? Um. Okay. Uh, that I know it was six. Uh, there was this cute girl in my class. At um, six? At six, yes, 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 yes. I know, because she had a very cute dimple. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I should say her name. But she was um, in my playgroup. And whenever the bell went for recess or, you know, all that, mm-hmm. that was giddy time, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gideon just came alive, you know? And that would be the time I would like to um, take Kofo out to the sand and, you know, we'll just play whatever <laughs> at six what at six could you possibly have been doing the sand at, at six well, you know at six um she was my cause uh, I grew up a certain way I, you know I, I grew up myself okay. you, know, uh, you know um I'd say a lone child situation and they're not wrong with that so uh Kofu was like my sister at school you know the sister mm-hmm. who didn't go home with me was she six as well she must have been Either five or seven. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Either five or seven or okay. six. You know, within that range. But she, because she was, she would, she would bring her plantain to class and she would share with me. Yeah. It's and the food that got you. I think it was food. <laughs> yeah. So at six, um, whenever the bell went, I just came alive, mm-hmm. and um, 
I think performance just took a form. Or t- I, I just I took a thing to performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I, I would be the class clown. I would be the one to gather everyone around. You know, mm-hmm. that kid in the middle. Yeah, and I kind of always loved that position. Um, it felt like control. Okay. It felt like I had control yeah. of, of whatever. So even though you were clowning around and people were laughing, you were in control of of like what they were laughing at. Yeah. Okay. And I had their attention. Okay. And I had their attention. Okay. Yeah, however subtle or, you know, but I had their attention. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, I don't know if I enjoyed the attention, but I, I just enjoyed doing what I did. Hmm. Um, I mean, as a, as a kid, I wouldn't have checked out for their feet, for their, their reaction, but I just enjoyed doing what I did. I knew, they were, I knew, I, but, but I knew I had attention though. Are there any things that you remember specifically at that age and that period between, I guess? Yes, clearly. That's a guy who would go about schools. Um, I, 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 went, I went to good school. Um, uh, credit to my dad. I think he went broke a few times. Oh, thank you for your <laughs> effort, Daddy. Yeah, yeah but I, I, I went to good school. Mm-hmm. Tade, nursery and primary in a pop Okay. I hope um, someone hears this. Shout out! Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> And the proprietor, Mrs. Jalando, Mrs. J. Jalando, mm-hmm. such a beautiful soul. The first, the first, very first Muslim I, I knew at, the, at that age, you know, because she had a gold tooth. And I wonder what's that, and they call her Alaja. And I'm like, oh, and then I understood what Islam was okay. at that age. Interesting. Before I got introduced to the mosque, when, before, before I knew what the mosque where that woke me up at 5 a.m. every day. I didn't know what the mosque was, yeah. you know, until I went to school and met Alaja, who's my proprietress, and I'm like, what, why, is she wearing, why, why is she wearing a gold, gold tooth, tooth, you yeah. know? And then Islam. But anyways, um, at that age, there was this guy who would go about schools. Um, his name was Emmanuel. But um, uh, his stage or performance thing was Uncle E. Okay. Uncle E was the guy who made me, I think, who, yeah, who just made that flower just, for real, just open So he, up. did he see you performing? Oh, he would, oh, and oh. And seeing your this friends what, this, one day? Oh, this is what, this, this is what it was. He okay. had a, he had a, pri- he had a drama group or okay. drama troupe type thing. In your school? No, he, he, privately. So he would go from school to school. Ah. I think schools would just, just get him to come perform. Yeah. Um, he would wear the mascot and all them things. Yeah. And, um, he had this little plays he, he would do and also involve like a few kids, mm-hmm. you know. So I was one of those kids who he picked, um, who was very expressive, who was very enthusiastic. Like, yeah, me, 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 I want to do it. I want to <laughs> try it. You know, he would make faces. Um, it was the first time I made faces, like, make like a dog, make like a lion, make like a, you know. Make all these expressions. You're, you're sad. You're happy. You know. So you got into improv very early. Yeah, at that age. So I was, without I was, realizing. Without. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was doing. You know, that's exactly what I was doing. And I was be like, me, me. I was. I think I was that uh, enthused kid. He was like, yo, me, 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 me. Just get me to do it. So mm-hmm. he um, he would give me his pieces to go home or or go around my mates to rehearse. Okay. And I would direct them. I didn't know that's what, that's what I was doing. <laughs> I was directing my mates. I'm like, no, you no, no. This is the way you do it. And they would listen to me. You know, in mm-hmm. hindsight now, to look at those things, I was, I was directing my mates. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, 
I enjoyed it from that age, and being this person now, it's like it's not a long shot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a long shot. I feel like uh, I dreamt it, I tithed, I prayed, and I did. At six. Yeah. I feel like what was from I, six. What was I doing at six? <laughs> from, I don't, from six. I think I was reading books or planning. To go see my cousin on holiday, like I did not have this clarity that you speak of at six. Oh no! N- at n- oh, oh now I know. Oh now okay, I sorry. know. Okay, okay. Oh so now I know. At six, no, I was having fun. Oh okay, okay. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I'm not. I'm not so smart. <laughs> okay. Oh come on, man! At six, I was having. I was a kid. I was having fun. Like, get, check, check this out. So uh-huh. at six, from that age, because I remember Uncle E. Mm. That's my connect. Because I remember Uncle E from that age. I remember that was the time I would go home and watch. I would. Binge on television. So, oh, I, what are your favorite shows then? Oh, I don't even know anymore. Um, I love everything. So, is it Thunderbirds? Every, Thunderbirds. Um, oh, what do what those those cartoons? Everyone loved Voltron. Voltron. Of course, I watched Voltron. Yeah. T- Thundersub. Behind the clouds. Uh, Thundersub behind the, the clouds. Sun. Um, uh, everything down to really, really, you know, that's a, another another whole generation. Yeah. You know, so I watched everything, but I just didn't watch television for the fun of it. I watched it as a, as an escape route because mm. um I grew up in a very kind of unpopular place okay. uh, like a you know slum type so it was my escape to go to the big city it was my escape to go to America like I went to America long time before I got my visa <laughs> through Sesame Street oh my word I've <laughs> been there man I could tell you streets I could tell you you know the Pennsylvania sign, yes. you know that sign, that thing. Yeah. Whenever it came up on screen, I thought, oh, that's Pennsylvania. As a kid, or maybe as a teenager or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Chicago, I would tell you. Oh, the, oh once the escape, the cityscape comes up. Yeah. I could tell you what city it is because I watch TV. Wow. Like, whoa. So I was in America, long time. That's incredible. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, though. I've always considered you as somebody who's very oh, much in control of the direction you want your life to go in you know and hearing you right now it's you've pretty much just proven what i've always thought about that's the impression i've always had of you mm. um you're not thrown by life you're mm. very you play a very active part in the life you want and how mm. you you have it happen mm. and evolve mm. but i wonder around the time when most people move on and become teenagers a lot of us right. start battling hormones and confusion yes. and teenage yeah. angst so I, I'd yeah. be interested to know what kind of life you had as a teenager. So if your mm. life were to be explained in in relative terms, important right. terms like a bag of suya, uh. what would be in that bag of suya? I'll give you an example. Uh. Mine would be very, very juicy, sweaty tomatoes. Lots of it would be in my bag of suya. Okay. I would have no gizzard, definitely shaki, tough okay. shaki, where okay. you don't know if you should chew it, swallow it, or spit it out. Uh. I would have lots of tozo. Okay. Not ajabota tozo, yeah, the yeah. fatty one where it's borderline just lard right. and tension. All right, all right. <laughs> that will give you right, jaw lock. All right, all right. Where nobody wants it, it's yeah. in that bag of suya, and everyone's just using a toothpick to push it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrap that all up. Yeah. Sprinkle some yaji onions in it. Mm-hmm. That was me as a teenager. Mm-hmm. How about you? Hmm. It's a good mix of um. Dried, almost burnt. I wouldn't say burnt, but dried liver. Okay. Um, beef. 
like juicy, mm-hmm. juicy beef. Um, you know that shaki, the dry shaki. Yeah. No, 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 not shaki, but towel. What's that yeah, one? They call it towel. What's to- that one? Towel. Oh, towel. It's, uh, it's like uh, it's an awful. It's oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. One of those awfuls. But okay. But we, but they call it. It's like you call shaki. Yeah. And call the other one arero, arero. Okay. What it, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> right, right, that one. <laughs> Look where we went to right now. Exactly. <laughs> you know that yeah, that one, that one. So I would have that one, and um, I'm not so big on tozo, but beef, you know, juicy, juicy, fresh red meat, you mm-hmm. know, well roast liver, and I don't know. That's the kind of teenager you are. Yeah, man. Well roasted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you must have been trouble. I think. Like you probably were one of those boys that parents would be like, ah, "Watch out for him." Mm. Ladies, lock up your kids at home. Give mm. them I guess. I guess. I'm trying to imagine you at 15 or 16. Oh God, the havoc you must have caused. The the hearts you must have broken. Must have no. Broken. I, re- I, re- I really, did, I, I really didn't do much. I really didn't do much because my dad had a high hand on me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, my dynamic is different because I was the only kid. Did you go to military school? Yeah. You you you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. I my father was in the military, uh, and even though I didn't go to military school, my my siblings did, and I grew up at military mm-hmm. bases. So every time I've seen you, I couldn't put my finger on it, but you struck me as a military kid, and okay. I never said it. And okay, okay. there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Nigerian Navy. Shout out. Shout NSBH. Out. Okay. Yeah. So um, uh, my dad thought that was the best way. Um, for him, best way out because growing up where I did, mm. um, he didn't really let me out to you know get in the mix of of the hood. Yeah. But from from the courtyard, I was street smart. Okay. You know, I I I observed, I observed, and part of all those things, I I um credit to my work today mm. all those little information I pick it's the fact that I listened I observed those guys so that's work I was putting in I was okay. doing something I was observing you know I was observing why are people like this like so I had a lot of alone time you must you must understand okay like just there by myself just looking at everyone like why are they why is he like this? And then I'll go to TV and I'll escape, mm. you know, and I'll compare, I'll try to match that those guys to these guys. Like, why is, so why, why the people is down he? down your road. Yeah, yeah, And then I go to, and then I go to, and then I go to a good school. Yeah. And I mean a good school. Yeah. At the time, a good, really good school. And I'll go to a good school, my mates, my friends, and uh, all, you know, and I'll be dispersing at school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, as a kid, I, I wasn't trying to play characters, but looking at it now, I was playing characters. I'll probably go home and be that timid kid. Just go lock myself in the room and just be there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lock myself up, really. Was it a deliberate decision on your part to be this different person in school, a different person on the streets in your neighborhood, and a different person when you were home with your parents? Or was it just something that happened as a result of yeah. the environment you found yourself each time? Yeah. Um, if it wasn't jarring to... I don't want to say like culture, like you know, liking it to like culture shock type situation. Okay. If it wasn't jarring to live where I lived, and you know, you hear or you hear, 
and you go to school and it's a different information yeah. if that wasn't jarring on a daily um you know i don't know for a kid like you know growing up like that mm-hmm. you know i come home it's pidgin and every other vernacular you can think of and okay. i understood that language yeah. real clear and i knew and my and and my switch because i spoke english with my dad okay and I would test my English with my dad. Or no, he made me test my English. Like, Aww. no, you have like you you show me what you learned to school. Okay. And and I was that kid in the neighborhood who you want to be like that boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was that kid. Uh, yeah, I was I was the one. So my I was I think I was a show off kid. I was a you know his show. My parent my mm-hmm. parents. I was a muse. Mm-hmm. I think. Um. And I caught on with that information quite quite early. Like, okay. hey, this is what it is. I'm. I feel different. Were there rewards to it? And because of that, you no. decide. Okay. No. 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 Were I, you ever punished by, I guess, external people, not necessarily your family, now for being that smart kid, for being that muse for other people in maybe your neighborhood or your school? No, I wasn't punished. Okay. Um. The information is that my dad really adored me. Ah. But never. You, you can't tell because yeah. you always measure it with the way he flogged you the last time like if you adore you if you adore why you beat me that way you <laughs> beat me like you want to kill me man like I'm your only kid dude how about I die right now like what else you got come on stop <laughs> So would you say that from from an early age you were very aware of what um, influences people's opinions of you Such as image for example And mm. would you say you are that image That they think they have of you mm. uh, Because I saw an interview With a uh, um, A model An icon mm. That I really admire uh, Because I saw that interview I understood it And I think I Subscribed to that same um, Information That the first few things you do in imagery is probably the perception that would go with you a mile. Okay. Or, you know, because um, you can't whitewash the image. No. It's once the eyes have seen it, the mind records it, the subconscious b- uh, databases it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you can't, once you see image, you can't, once you see picture, it's you picture. You can't unsee it. You can't yeah. unsee picture, you know. So, um, uh, I think I started out hard, playing hard. and In the I'm, industry or teenagers? No, 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 on screen. Hard. Professionally, on okay, screen. Okay, okay. You know, on screen. Um, so, if you're talking, talking about image now, mm. that's, where, that's where it came from. Okay. From my work on screen. Um, I started out playing hard. Um, which I also might give off because I kind of have a straight face. Mm-hmm. I wear a straight face all the time mm-hmm. when I might when I'm and I'm also a thinker. Mm. I might be looking. Your face sometimes is a. I wish you would, nigga. Try me. Oh, try really? me. <laughs> <laughs> but then you you break into a smile or your eye sometimes just does this mm. little glint thing. You're like, oh, he's a sleepy, really. I know, but most of the time I'm thinking. Okay. Um I'm, I'm in thought and you know it's funny how you know you know how you make eye contact with people yeah. but that's that's why <clears throat> that's why the west I, I always love it when I when I get when I go away from here. 
and when you make eye contact with people mm. it's like it's like a it's a it's like a social responsibility to wear a smile next mm. once you make eye contact you make you wear a smile it's not necessarily it's the smile is hello without saying hey okay right it's like it's my duty we made eye contact and we keep it moving okay so if we have to have a conversation um then and maybe i don't know what else, whatever negotiates we will negotiate that but once you make eye contact you wear a smile mm-hmm. um observe it you know just put your mind to it just but but here when you make eye contact with people mm. uh i most of the time don't know what else to do i'm more confused at um why is she looking at me? Um, okay, it must be this. It must be... You know, you know, now I'm thinking. And then she's going, oh, he's a snob. He's so stuck up. He's looking at me, looking at him, and he's looking at me, looking at him. <laughs> when I'm there thinking like, uh, why Why really is she look? Um, when she she know me? Okay. Uh, am I supposed to say hello now? You know, yeah. I'm there in thought processing many things. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm in my head a lot of times too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you might be just a little bit overthinking, just just a little bit. Um, all right. So you, uh, let's move on from your teenage years now to 2005. Okay. Anything hmm. stick out? It's like very privileged, man. For you, know, you? Like just calling some numbers six, and now it's oh five. Oh five. Any real big thing that. 05 yeah. in 05 I was doing all the auditions there were to do in Lagos at that point had you decided that you wanted to be an actor a presenter uh, an engineer what was it that you wanted and what were you try? how were you trying to achieve that in 2005 oh I knew the gift I knew I had a gift okay a gift I, for what then singing um, dancing singing, rapping acting okay singing acting mm-hmm. mimicry mm-hmm yeah, those. I mean, that would be acting, but singing and acting. Those two, I just knew distinctly. I could do these two things, like, and I'm happy doing them. Okay. And there is a thing called auditions where they they call a bunch of kids out to come test if the they can do massive it. Massive cattle calls. You yes. know, and all I need to do was tell my parents like, th- there's this thing called auditions. Like, they just call a bunch of kids and say if they can do this, and they try it, and then whoever does it, if you can, if you do it best, you you yeah. win. Yeah. And you win like. A hundred thousand dollars? Yeah. You win millions. Like, you know, can I go? They're like, uh, all right. (laughs) (laughs) So that was 2005 and you then started Big Brother 2006 or was it 2005? Uh, I think I did Big Brother in 2006. Okay. Uh, no, but in, you said 05. So in in 05, I I was doing all, no, now I was doing all the auditions they were. Now I was aware. Okay. No, in 05, I was very aware. Uh Uh-huh. Of um, what I was doing at the time, auditions in Lagos pr- for primarily a, for or every show, any country, every I mean show. any state that had an audition, you were traveling around and auditioning. No, in Lagos, only in Lagos. It okay. was happening here. Okay, no, it's 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 always been happening here. Okay, you know, um, let's be honest. Um, so I really didn't have to go for, go farther than Surulere Vi, mm. but I went for everything that there was to go for, everything that there was on TV, mm-hmm. everything that was advertised on, on in the papers. Um. Uh, so at that time, I mean, uh, all the reality shows, mm. the acting, acting shows, all all of them. Were you ever worried about being on a reality show or 
again, going back to the image thing, did you ever have an idea of what you'd want to project once you got in through the doors of a reality show? Or for you, it was more, I'm going to do a reality show, and from here, I'll have my big break to the rest of my life. Okay. I understood my dynamic. I'm that kid who is from so. Or maybe or maybe that's my mind also dealing with me. Yeah. But I understood a certain dynamic. Uh which was the information I ran with even before my auditions. I thought I was the guy you haven't heard. I'm the guy you haven't seen. Mm. And you haven't seen it like this. When you check my demographic, right, or my geo, when you check my geography, right, you haven't heard it or seen it like this. So I, I understood that information from that from that time, and I went with it. Um, so it made me understand that you stand out, dude. Mm. You stand out. So control what goes out. From even then. Even then, yeah, because I knew that. Um, I'm telling you now that I w- I know I went to a good school. Okay. Because of everybody who was in class with me. Okay. I'm like, wow. I look now today. I'm like, wow, that guy was in class with me. Wow, that guy was in class with me. Is there any anyone you <laughs> that I might know that we might know? Uh, well, they don't necessarily have to be in the entertainment industry. Just what kind of people oh, did you I have know, in class oh, with you? Oh, I have a my classmate is a what do they call him now? You know, I'm I'm the dumb one. <laughs> Hardly. She's a <laughs> the overthinker calls himself dumb. I don't know what I should call myself. <laughs> she's a doctor. What the um, what she, what they call um she, they she's on the helicopter. Thing. Oh right, they do the uh, not doctors with borders. Yeah, they do the the health evacuation sometimes uh-huh. when someone needs um oh what do you call them? I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, I know that, what you mean. That my brain's fried. Yeah, that. it will come to me before we end up All right, the cool. conversation. Yeah. So my friend does that. Like my friend, yeah. like actively, like boom, girl. I'm like, oh, is she the lady who started up her own boom, one of those? Boom, boom. Ah, I read about her. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I went to school with some really like go getters, yeah. You know, so um, that information at that time, I think I just uh, caught on early. Okay. I think I caught on early because uh, I, I I will be forced to read books. Mm. I will watch television and I would laugh at jokes at TV shows. And my dad would say to me, don't just laugh at the jokes. Mm-hmm. Get the meaning of the words and and, and how the guy used ah, them. That was a blessing he gave you. Yeah. Get the meaning of the words and how he used them. Yes. So he got uh, he got a dictionary and he put it, in the, and put it on the table. He says, oh, yo, you, since you like to watch television, yes. just then understand what the guys are saying. And from there... Like I said, I had been to America long time before I had a visa. Yes. I grew an accent watching television. <laughs> I, th- I think we all did. Let's be honest now. <laughs> I still say Z, which is such an American thing. Yeah, man. But I went to school in England. We say Z. Z. But I still say Z because I grew up with Sesame Street. Right. We are right. influenced by what we see. Mm-hmm. Deeply, deeply influenced mm-hmm. by what we see and hear. Mm-hmm. And is that a tool that was so effective that you would apply to your own children going when you when you start raising them as well? I will be I will be uh I mean with my daughter now mm. I see she has a sense of a, a huge sense of self it still it still overwhelms me mm-hmm. that I observe her 
I might get carried away observing her and you know but she has a deep sense of self like she's an individual yes. self she's like she's like she wants to speak right now like dude I have an opinion she is your offspring I would not expect any you less you know so I'm like watching her like <laughs> wow you know so I, I I don't know if I I can't wait for that time when she starts speaking but yeah. I can't I, I, <laughs> but even now she's already let even you know now, yeah, this is my character yeah, yeah, yeah. and this, this is who, who I, am. I am so I'm going to observe them and uh, I'm really big on talent right I'm really really big on talent um, skill great mm. skill great but I'm really big on talent and you know when you hone the talent you acquire skill mm-hmm. doing that, mm-hmm. you know. So skill added to talent, great stuff, even greater, you know. Um, so I think I'm the kind of guy who will push for. I just once you once you whatever you wake up feeling happy doing, mm-hmm. you know, which is innate, which which you do without you don't know how where the power comes from or what you cannot control. Because really we can't control it. We don't know where it comes from, but we just wield this power. So it, we yeah. must be, we actually, we, we must be vessels really. You know, we really must be vessels. Um, yeah. You're listening to the Unsullied with Ogidigada. Big on talent, big on, what else? Love? Love. Trouble? Uh, uh, You're very spiritual mischief. as well, mischief. Yeah. And then uh, we'll be right back after this. <laughs> If I was good, 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 get in there. Okay, so we've been talking about your talents, or what you're big on, rather, and um, I'd like to to help that along a little bit and push you back into 2006, mm. Big Brother. Mm. You're so aware of who you are and where you want to go, mm. and Big Brother was your first, was it your first big break first, from the first back-to-back ever. auditions you'd been yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, that was the one that hit. And going in, in your mind, it was, I'm going to do this, I'm mm. going to win this, mm. and my life will go mm. here. Or was it, I'm going to do this, I don't know if I'll win, mm. but my life will go forward. Like, what was your, what were you thinking? Remember what I said? They're going to see me. You haven't seen this one before. Yeah. You haven't seen this one. Just see me, attention seeker. Right. But in a, he had his way of not being too loud with it. Mm. Rather, he had his way of pulling you into it. Yeah, I understood. I understood because I, I got this from television for for real. I'm not kidding, man. I don't know. I got this from from TV, and I hear it. I'm like, oh, okay. So if you if you want to put if you want to hold me with that if you want to hold me reproachfully yes with that reality of me, this negates it. Right. This is what te- my mind tells me. That's not who you are, really. Mm-hmm. Don't let this guy pin you with a peg and put put a tag on you and mm-hmm. say this is no. So this what comes out of my mouth negates. Oh yeah, he, when he said this, he was pointing at his mouth. At so my mouth, yes, I was yeah. pointing at my mouth. You know, <laughs> so um, it, it negates whatever reproachful um thing I get. Okay. You know, feedback I get. Mm-hmm. Um, where I've been and so your environment is insulated because your your mind is ready it's prepared for not just your success but for I guess people trying to come up against it yes you're armed yes you yes. know where you're going yes yes you must be you must be prepared um you don't throw stones at a tree without fruit 
um, you must if you carry something, you would you would meet cha- you would meet some type of some degree of resistance. Yes. If and 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 what you carry is always bigger than you. What you carry is always bigger than you. That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not because you don't have a control. There's no. It's not quantified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not quantifiable. What you carry, you are. It was put in you by a limitless mm. entity. So what's inside of you is limitless. So it's always bigger than the name that's ascribed to anyone. Yeah. You know. So the gift is always bigger than the bear or the. Um, that's why it needs collaboration. Mm-hmm. That's why it can do it by itself. That's why it needs someone to believe in it. It needs someone to water it. You need someone to invest in it. But the gift has to be aware. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I've never thought about it that way. That's beautiful. Do you have any retrospective thoughts of your time at Big Brother in 2006? Maybe anything that you did that you wish you didn't, or anything you did do that you think you should have done more of, Mm. or something that you didn't do where you thought, you know what, I could have done that. I should have done that. You know, my dad, my dad came to the hotel after I was evicted. My dad was a strict guy. And he watched every episode. What? Oh, my goodness. First of all, he was a guy who was saying, what? What are you going to do, dude? <laughs> and then this Wait, thing just Wait, were you part went... of the Shower Hour crew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't We started that then. one now. My goodness. Ours was the old legit one, you know. <laughs> 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 it had to be Niger boys who pull it off, you know. Shower Hour. 14, I heard about it in England. You had 14 Nigerian wow. kids, man, who... We're in between school, mm. just uh, first or second job, or just um, their second transition into yeah. life. Yeah. And they had some spare three months to, you know, do whatever with. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good show. It was a good show. If you say anything is pop culture in Nigeria, that was. Big Brother Nigeria. Yeah, that definitely. was. Uh, yeah, that was pop culture. And then your dad comes in. Oh, so he comes evicted. into my hotel. Yeah, I've been evicted in my, my hotel room. He comes into the room. He's like, yo, son, I am proud of you. My really? room was full. My room was full. Did you expect him to say that? Wow. Um, You know, because you're, you're waiting for something. Yeah. <laughs> you're waiting to hear something. You know, like, it was me some three months ago. I left your crib. And now, look, it's still me. Like, yeah. you walk into the room. Like, there's like 80 people in the same room. Like, of course, you're expecting something. Yeah. You know, even you, you probably don't, you just want to hug him. Like, yeah. hey, did he look at you differently? Did you see that there was a different way he looked at you that he didn't three months ago? Oh, he saw himself in you. Yeah, yeah. He was a wow. he was a in his time he was a football okay talented guy. I hear from okay. his friends. Okay, talented guy who didn't want to go to Europe because um uh I think he wanted his brother to get an education oh. so he. Uh, sorted that out but he was famous here okay you know he thought that would be all right you know that he'll be all right yeah <laughs> you know at the time i was like in the 70s or something um so yeah he was all right for sorry i'm drinking beer i might burp a few times <laughs> uh, if it bothers you too much open your own can of beer don't we're judge. sorry exactly <laughs> so can of beer. sorry keep going yeah yeah so um so yeah he thought he'll be all right uh and of course he was all right for a minute you know, until uh, the war. Yeah. Yeah, the war happened in Nigeria. Nigeria happened. Yeah. Yeah, until I, until the war and after the war, all that time. So yes. How how aware of you? I mean, how aware 
of the war and its effects were you growing up in a house where your father was in the military mm. and had decisions that he had to make mm. as a brother, a father, mm. a husband, My, and then decisions yeah. he had to make as an uh, sorry, not army, a naval officer who's right, right, taking right. commands from superiors. Right, right, right. How how did that affect your 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 family and your experience? He uh family guy though. Yeah. Yeah, family guy. Even though even though um he wasn't my friend, he was my parent. Mm. Uh which would you say that was which, more important which I th- or necessary? Which I, th- which for I think you? a lot of a lot of counselors mm. by, you know, the idea that yo, you're a parent, not a friend. Right. You're a parent first. You're a friend. Mm. But you're a parent first. First, first, first. You know, um, that was ha- that what you needed growing up? You needed a parent, or did you need a friend? Uh, I think I needed a friend, um, but I think I got a good balance. So, okay. to be very honest, my mom was your friend. Oh, today we talk like you know we we have fights like you know it's like guy and babe. Type. <laughs> yeah, you know we just and we understand. It's like a telepathic thing. It's like we're twins. We understand each person's emotions. Uh-huh. Like when she's not. In the mood to speak, I know that connection. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And when she's pushing it, and I'm not budging, we understand it, you know. Mm-hmm. And we know when the other's trying to do it just just because, you know. So, um, so your yeah, mom was your friend, my friend, and my dad your was the guy was who the parent. My my dad was the guy who whenever I got whenever I got audience, yeah. Oh, oh. I'm just getting a new one now. Trust me. Okay. I just got a new one now. Okay, what incident? Whenever you get audience, mm. best be smart. Yeah, that was my dad. Mm. I just got it now. I just got it now. Whenever I give you audience, best come up with something smart. Don't come talk some... Because you'll be, you'll be sent off. Like Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So... I guess to a certain extent, your mother was your friend, and you can play up or down I to could her. Do that's everything. Fine. But when you're on that stage in yeah, front of your father, I'm going to. You have show to him. deliver. I'm going to deliver. Yes. Yeah. So when when I when I go call for a conversation, mm. when I when I want a conversation, mm-hmm. I do have something to say. Mm-hmm. Then he looks at me like, "Yo, all right, <laughs> I just got it now, for real. That's the kid I was." So I'm with my mom all the time, like yeah. playing. So maybe when I want attention, like, yo, dude, don't think I'm just here sitting up. Come, dude, I know something. <laughs> you know, and I'll call him up and he'll listen to me and he'll be like, all right, cool. Yes. It's this way, it's that way, it's that way. But, but nice. So I want to come back yes. to, to the, yeah. your eviction day at Big Brother and then, you know, based okay. on what you just said now. Yeah. Um, but before that, you were saying something about your father being a military man, being a father, being someone who gave up possibly a career as a footballer in Europe mm-hmm. in favor of getting his brother mm-hmm. the education he thinks he needed mm-hmm. and then, you know, the war. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I was asking you about that experience for you growing ah, up in so that, in that kind was, of household. Yes. Oh, uh, I saw different sides of him mm. at different times, uh, at different stages of Nigeria's economy because mm. um, that uh, largely dictated who he was. Or yeah, that set the tone. Yeah, the 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 economy set the tone for who he was, and I saw different guys yeah. in in him, and um, 
you know, you pick what you pick, leave the ones you leave behind. Yeah. Uh, uh, going through everything, going through the war. I mean, he used to make like local explosives back then. Okay. Yeah. Lost, lost his boss to that in to the that. room. You know, in, in the same room. You know, all that stuff. So I mean, a guy who's going through all that stuff. You know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, he he had his moments. To he had his moments. He was soft. He was a. Of course, I'm sure I got that too from him. Well, no, I definitely imagine him being... I mean, there's no one extreme that can exist without the other. You nah, can't be nah. somebody who's, you know, just hard on certain mm. things and not have a soft part in you, nah, not have... Because nah. that, that in itself is rooted in you yeah. wanting that conviction of yeah. things must go yeah. to the left. The soft part is your humanity. Is your yeah. humanity. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your humanity. Yes. Yeah. Whenever you... Yeah, Exactly. And is that the humanity you saw when he came out, Big Brother Eviction, and you thought, oh my goodness, I've been playing it up for the camera for three months. What, what was it, three months? How yeah, many months were yeah, you in yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, three, three months. Three months. And now I'm standing toe-to-toe with my father. What is he going to say? What have I done? Have I embarrassed him? And he Son, says, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. How but did you that what? feel? But you, but you know what? How about you stay longer, not chasing that girl? Don't you think you'll come uh, out with some douche? Now you've come out, no girl. No, no money. <laughs> I love your dad. I love that practicality. I did, that, like his what sense did of you humor, win? Yeah, his, <laughs> his sense of humor was just warped. I'm like, what? My dad said this. The whole room erupted like, what? Wonderful. <laughs> you chased the girl. You didn't get the money you didn't get the girl mm-hmm. like come on dude i didn't expect that from my dad i mean he's a strict guy yeah i'm like what you talk <laughs> oh, and down the line he would he would um drink with me you know and you know it just changed of course because now he's he you weren't just his son you were now a man i guess would you did say did that make me a man 22 no but he felt like his kid was now in public domain. Okay. He shared his kid with the public now. Okay. All of just like overnight. Yeah. And he missed it. He missed the control, mm. but he loved the fact that, yo, this thing's about to fly, man. Yeah. 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 He missed the control, but no, he, or or rather, he wasn't too. He didn't feel too bad giving up that control. Like, just let this thing be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what he was. And just especially if, like you said, at six, you you were that kid who people could see had talent and had something. And so yeah. for him, at 22, out of Big Brother, he's probably seeing this is it. This is yeah. what he has been yeah, gearing yeah, yeah. himself towards. Time. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think for him, that must have been it. Yeah. Is there anything you would yeah. say you learnt in the house um, whilst you were in Big Brother that can only be learnt in this alternate universe, I guess, of controlled experiences, but at the end of the day gave you very, very real life lessons about humanity? Hmm. It's like... Uh, hmm. Just say it, just say that again so while, while I process the thought. Is Sorry? there anything that you'd say whilst you were in Big Brother uh. taught you about humanity uh. in a way that only that environment can teach? Oh, only, so despite only, the environment where it's where? some might say artificial <coughs> or not real or because it's controlled, whatever mm. you learn isn't real. 
But it is because when you have people in that kind of forced box, as it were, your your though your words, your actions, you're stripped down naked to that selfish part of yourself, to that competitive part, or whatever it is, basically. So, yeah, sorry, I'm speaking yeah, too much. So because of what that did design, you learn? Yeah, because of the nature of the show, what did you learn about humanity? Yeah. Um. You know, whilst you say you want to be this person. What would you like to be tomorrow? I'd like to be a blah, blah, blah. Mm. The more you speak it, the more your mind believes it, the more your hands will do it, the more your feet will walk towards it. It's your responsibility to live it prior that time. Okay. Because the information you will need to be excellent on your day of entry is what you must have picked up all that time faking it in quote mm. but in reality living it up until the moment the green light goes because what you the information you need to be yeah. excellent on that day yeah. they say and that day he became mm. nothing and nobody's an overnight success there was a process that had been working grinding the meal up until that time right. the lights came on right. so whatever you were doing before that time and you say you want to be this person please be it to the hilt yeah mm. before you become that thing try to which is if I like to use a defeatist expression okay. fake it until you make it till you make it not necessarily faking it but what I, what we mean what what the what that line means yeah. is trying to at least attempt being it before you become it. Because in, in time, in yeah. time, we all become. In yeah. time, we all become what we say we want to be. Yes. Because it's a, it's, it's a thing of conviction. And, and once you say it, you speak it to the world, it just goes. Mm. So it's two ways. Like, a, like this is one part. In, uh, on, on one part... For everyone who's going into that kind of a sh competition, mm -hmm. know who you want to be, because the timeline is on um, the after. There's going to be like a turbo uh, exhaust once you're in there yeah. and you're cut off from once communicating with the outside world. No, there's a turbo exhaust. Okay, attached whatever to that, your rear. that turbo thing is. Yeah, <laughs> once the show wraps. Yeah, you have Brace for you have impact. yeah you have turbo potential. Yes, you're going to go like mm. if you haven't identified yourself, you will burn out. But you must have understood who you who you are, what you want to achieve, okay. where you're going, mm. your goals. Because I observe again that before I did Big Brother, I had been buying um, this day style. Mm. So I'll take out the style in the middle. On Sundays. On Sundays. Yes. Yeah. And I'll go to a papa uh -huh. and I'll buy the old ones for, I'll buy the old ones more expensive mm -hmm. than the current ones. Yeah. yeah? And, um, and so I knew everybody in the social circles before I met them. I didn't know this. I wasn't that, I'm not that smart, like I said. Oh, okay. Yeah. But when I look back, I say, oh, look what I've been doing. Yeah. So meeting like a guy like Obi Asika doing who who did Big Brother, yes. I knew him before I met him. Everybody like 
everybody who like I feel privileged to rub shoulders with today. Mm. I knew them like a long time. I knew them one. I read about them. I yeah. knew them. I felt oh, I feel like I knew them. Yeah. You know. So would I would you say that also impacts on the kind of relationship one on one you would have with somebody like an Obi or whomever it is because you're coming at them not as someone who's ignorant. Yeah. But as yeah, someone yeah. who's aware of who they are, yeah, what yeah, they do, yeah. what they can do. Yeah. And it's not that you're coming there at to, to use seize an opportunity to use them for something yeah, yeah, as such, yeah. but you're creating a, a connection, a network that's yeah. worth your time and their time. Yeah, that also explains the shelf life to your relationships. Right. You know, it tells you know how much longer the you're guys coming through the door the guys, having yeah, something to say. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's period. That's incredible. Yeah. Now I, I know where know. I've been going I wrong with know. my life. Thank you. <laughs> no, but I didn't know. I didn't know. Just you want to be this guy? Just live the guy. Be prepared. Try yeah. living. Just yeah. do everything in line with where you're going. Right? Mm-hmm. The universe just lines things up and sees that oh. Oh, okay. All right, cool. You can so it's not control. Yeah. Like you say it's control, but it's steps. I just played to the steps. Mm. I just played to the steps of, and and it was enjoyment every step of the way even if meld with uh, there's a uh, meld with uh, rejection a lot of times but today I say to my manager <laughs> um I'm shadow boxing mm. until one punch connects you know yeah. that's what I always have been doing yeah. doing all the auditions just shadow boxing like, you know just until one critical one connects so in your process of shadow boxing and taking putting one foot in front of the other and taking all these steps to get to where you want to be. Mm. You've torboed, mm. torpedo speed, warp mm-hmm. speed, Star Trek speed <laughs> <laughs> ahead and you got to the point where you came out of Big Brother. Okay. On your way in, you had an idea of what you wanted to achieve whilst you were there and okay. where you were hoping your career would go afterwards. Okay. Did it happen the way you imagined? No. Oh, hello. After the show comes the reality <laughs> show. The, real, the real, the other reality show. Yeah. Okay. After the show yes. comes the reality show. show. <laughs> yeah. The reality gonna show up. You know? <laughs> so, was it harder to push through to the next level of your life once your reality Shows. showed <laughs> up? Uh, you know, for a year and... I think a half or something. Mm. I was called Gideon of Big Brother. Oh, I didn't like it. Mm. Oh, I didn't like it. In the papers, everywhere I went. Who's that Gideon boy from Big Brother? Oh, wing. What are you saying? That's all he can do? Mm. Come on, man. So I was looking for another platform. But the fact that I had done Big Brother was like a... Um, it didn't make it any easier. It made it, made it tougher. Interesting. It made it harder. Like now, you have to prove yourself. Interesting. But I was tired of that name, Gideon. Like I'm almost tired of something I, I've been doing for a long time. I think yeah. I have short attention span, and I want to move on to the next thing. Uh, you know, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to that. I have a question related to that exact thought, actually. Um, um I want to say to your viewers. Um, um, uh, excuse me I want to say to your listeners Your mm-hmm. audience mm-hmm. This All of what you hear Whether by me Or by anybody who sits here It is a testimony Yes 
It's a testimony. It's not a moment of self-appraisal. It is whilst you recollect and enjoy those good times mm. and those processes and feel like a superhero right now, it's a testimony. <laughs> it's a testimony. If you want to preach, preach. I'm not going to stop no, you. No, no, it's a testimony. <laughs> you know, I... um. It's easy to feel like a superhero mm. all of a sudden. Well, in retros- well, now that you're where you are now, yeah, yeah. for some people, they'll see you and say, oh my goodness, he's big. He came yeah, overnight. Yeah, 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 and, but you know where you started from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the superhero thing isn't right, right. Okay, I, 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 I couldn't be caught up with the superhero thing. It's okay. someone else who'll be thinking, oh, he's a superhero. Oh my gosh, he yeah, did it. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying it's you a testimony, man. So it was harder for you than you thought it would have been going into Big Brother and you came out and you had to prove now check before I got into Big Brother I had done all the auditions right Mm. now I had gone into Big Brother and I had a certain degree of recognition okay in its first year I said in a year and six months yes I didn't have anything doing right so but you had thought I'm guessing that once you're out of Big Brother you won't need to go to auditions. People will come we'll to you come and say, you. this is a show. You're the you're only the face guy. we want on You this. know what I mean? We wrote this role for you. For you. We did this for right. you. That didn't happen. Now, before wow. Big Brother, I had been going for everything. Mm. Now, I had some degree of recognition. I felt like, no, you can't so be going for everything. Cattle calls. Yeah. yeah, you can't be doing all that stuff. Like, you know, mind where you go. Like, Is that crippling in itself? In it is way? crippling. It is crippling because before that time, I would take my um, five by sevens, my Zcads Z to all the ad agencies. They had my face on their table. Okay. All the ad agencies in Sulere or you know Ikeja, wherever, Vi Yaba, they had my fi- and myself and a bunch of all and a bunch of guys who are now, you know, quote unquote, doing they have what blown. Do, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's doing what they're doing. Yes. But we all did those same things. We all went through the same steps. Mm-hmm. My pain is that the industry doesn't have an institution that would take us through those same steps without it being so scattered, yes. so airballed, yes. so um, flukish, you know, mm-hmm. so circumstantial, whatever the word. Yeah. But let's go through those same steps, but through an institution. Yes. Because I, the names, the names upon names upon names, who I saw at people every, who were talented who at every audition. I just right. didn't go there alone. Yeah, the guys who I who, who I work with today, who I see today, you know, we all did the same things. Mm. But there's no institution. So what? What if it didn't go right? And if you check, it's the same. Well, in the same dem- demographic. Yeah, and there is no. I haven't seen a protege generation coming mm. right after for real is this the same guys you see on tv now are the same guys i used to go to audition with it's interesting because back in the, day. the people that we say from the richard Muffet dami joe's right. set i guess should i say set right we used to say the same thing as well that after their set it was the same faces we saw in all the movies and tv shows and those nobody knew mm. and then your set came along mm. and i was like oh yes new blood mm-hmm. great talent we want more of them and what you're saying right now is we're also at the point where there's it's another us it's just, now. It's just yeah. But I think uh, I think also it's and us. the structure isn't there yeah. to create the next round. I think it's there because um, the audience is still trying to accept 
this new the us yeah the, because the, the you know rubber, this, yeah. they have to mm. let go not like let go mm. but accept that this is mainstay yeah you know from a generational you know handed down whatever yeah. you know but now this is mainstay so it's like it's like everybody's having a hard time to understand this yeah. and also where the industry is, is at, at right now it's like it's it's all over the place yeah you know so um what do you do keep wow. pushing I guess. I guess. Okay, so please tell me what took you from your time at Big Brother to you being Philip in Tinsel. Because, like you said, you came out of Big Brother. You thought you would get all the honeys, yeah. all the monies, yeah, all the jobs. Yeah. And a year later, it's you just thinking, wow, yeah. I've just yeah. spent 12 months doing nothing. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if I had. You see, again, I said, I just knew, I mean, this is as, as honest as it can get. Mm. I said earlier, I just, you haven't seen this guy. You haven't heard this guy. That was my MO. Just see me, hear me, put me somewhere. Yes. I didn't actually say, it's actually here, right? But the show itself made me reconnect to that. Because it gives you different tasks, right? Every week. Mm -hmm. And through the week, they judge your strengths. Mm -hmm. And Big Brother tells you your strengths. Plays the feedback to you. Tells you, hey, you perform best here. You did low here. You know, don't you think you might want to try this and that and that? Yeah. You know? And the guy confirms to me something that, you know, I've been chucking in my back. That's like, that's like my ace. Yeah. If they say, let's do this, then then we go see. All the while we've been, it's been reality. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's why when people say, you guys were acting. And I'm like, nah, if we were acting, I'll tell you we're acting. Right. You know, because was, that was behind my, that was in my in back, back pocket. pocket. I was just waiting. Like, if they say, okay, let's do this, then, yeah. like, then we do it. Yeah. So, he told me about that week. Like, yo, I enjoyed your week. I saw you throughout this week. Yeah, yeah. It was you throughout this week. Wow. Yeah, 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 and if he could identify that, I just knew that man. This guy just said the same thing again. Man, I'm no, I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stupid. There must be something. Maybe you gotta try it. Yes. But I came out of Big Brother. There was still no platform. There was. I, I wanted a platform. Mm. I wanted it to be platformized because mm. <laughs> I had just done Big Brother. Like I wanted it to be like a production house, like yes. you know. I I just wanted I wanted, you wanted a solid production. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, mainstream industry at the time was still oh man no no. So I didn't even know whom to quote unquote get in bed with. Mm. You know. Um, and then another platform just came, another audition from the same house. Yeah. And I went for it, and the guy told me, "You are the guy." Oh lord. <laughs> Come on, it felt like a lot. It felt like that. It felt like Big Brother again. Months. It felt like Big Brother again. Spent waiting for this. Yes, it felt like Philip was supposed to be your next step, and that's why you had to wait. Yeah, yeah, I had to wait. That was the thing. That was the thing. Because I remember I went. Um, he asked the guy asked me, "Do you have more pictures?" I'm like, "Yeah," because then I remember, I said, "We will go to all the ad agencies with our pictures." So I had all them pictures. Every, I was a Venus guy. Check my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. oh, dear. You know. So I, I went downstairs to go get more pictures. And I looked back upstairs. I saw the whole panel. The entire audition panel. By the window. Yeah. Looking downstairs at me. 
I'm like, oh, okay. And I go back upstairs and the guy goes, all right, we'll talk, we'll talk to you. As I'm driving off, he calls me like, dude. You got the job. You got the job. Wow. You want to come back or you want to go and come back tomorrow? I'm like. <laughs> How did you feel in that moment? Oh, I think I parked and I just prayed, cried, prayed, and cried, wow. and prayed, and cried. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's. Yeah, man. Wow. If I was good, good, good. Get it, man. Okay, so let's let's move on. Ten years from two thousand five, two thousand six, Big Brother's mm. done. You know, how would you say that your expression of life or your experiences changed between who you were in two thousand five and who you are now in mm. twenty fifteen? Mm. If I had to, if I have to tell it as a, uh, uh, if I had to tell it to someone younger, I would say. You know, like we've, like like we've been saying, be ready for, be well dressed for where you're going. Mm. Be well dressed for where you're going. Be ready for where you're going. We are all here for something. We are all here for something. You must understand that a creator created you. Yeah. It's your responsibility to create. When you when your creativity puts you in a certain place with God the act or the act of creating something just making in doing in doing that and loving doing that it puts you in a certain place with mm-hmm. with the chief creator let me put it that way mm-hmm. um because that's what we're meant to do by way of even you know copulation having sex mm-hmm. that's creation you know so how about uh uh, cerebral energy or cerebral whatever so be well dressed for where you're going okay. be ready for it find what you love read 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 so 10 years on from 2005 you're still reading is what you're telling yeah. me you have not stopped reading yeah. the guy I look up to haven't stopped the guys I used to look up to yeah. they haven't stopped whilst I today whilst today I hang with them yes. they haven't stopped and I'm still the least informed in all of my uh, consorts. Or yeah, I hear this thing about how, you know, if you walk into a room and you're the smartest person there, get out. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. You yeah, subscribe yeah, yeah. to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it must be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must have, uh, an actor said, you must have something to look forward to, mm. to fight for, and to live for. Yeah, something to look forward to, to fight for, and to live for. So, um, while we're hanging, I, I should... Um, inspiration is be- it's, it's, it's like adrenaline. Yes. It's like what coffee does. It's like what caffeine does to you. Mm-hmm. Inspiration is just goose pimples or goosebumps. You can't buy them in the market. Mm. But inspiration does that to you. It's real. Yeah. Yes. You know? And, you, and we don't even... Know, and check the brain or the mind or whatever we call it. It's just a chunk of meat right mm-hmm. but there's something there's a electrical activity going on inside mm-hmm. of you when your heart skips a beat and yeah. say oh something I, is causing that reaction I something just is connecting the dots yes it's electrical it's yes. something you know and meanwhile it's just a mass of flesh so there's something about us like mm. if we connect with that I'm talking I'm saying this today because I <laughs> I met a uh, a prince an actual prince 
Because we, we're all princes and princesses we're all princes in Nigeria. And, yeah, exactly. All of us. <laughs> exactly. But I, I met an actual prince who um, uh, is going to be, you know, the next, like, you know, they call it in Lagos, they call it Oba. Okay. So he's going to be the next Oba. And, um, and I've known him since, like, two, three days since I left when I came out of Big Brother, 2006. But I had only just found out he was going to be, like, soon time Oba. Uh, I just found out like maybe a, a month ago. Okay. Uh, we don't know when this was recorded, but I, I think I found out like not too long ago, a month. And I was amazed by how the information he carried influenced him. Mm. You couldn't touch him anyhow, a certain way. You couldn't. You couldn't just you know touch him anyhow. He understood that he was royalty. Okay. He even if he was in a corner, he owned that little corner he was in. He owned any spot he found himself. He would not speak until spoken to, and he was firm and he would not say what he wouldn't do. Mm. <laughs> he was such a th- so he was like, raised or groomed from when he was a child to prepare I, himself for when he ascends the throne. Or exactly. you know, I, I don't know, but that night, a guy I had known since two thousand six. Yeah. That night, I realized, like, oh my word, this guy's a different guy. This, ah. this is, he's, this is a character. This is not my friend. Wow. This is a character. It's like, uh oh, like we would touch him. He would, he'd be like, what? You know who you're touching? Do you? <laughs> do you know who I am? Do you am? know who I am? You do know. Do you know what I could do to and you? And he would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would say something. <laughs> say, I'm like, what, dude? All right. So I connected with that guy. If an earthly prince could do that thing, yeah. if an earthly prince could live like that, to have it wasn't pride, yeah, it was it wasn't ego, it wasn't ego. It was the pride of the information of the office he carries, mm, an awareness, his, of the the responsibility. awareness of the responsibility of that yes, office yeah. of that. It's not ego, yeah, because his ego might tell him, "Hey, you know what? You're gonna die tomorrow," you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever, yeah, but. That made me connect. Like, if an earthly prince could believe himself so, would understand himself so. Like, and even by doing that, the way you interacted with him changed. Changed. I didn't frisk my friend anyhow anymore. Yeah. Like, I mean, I comported myself. I comported myself around him. I respected his space. Yeah. I understood. Like, you know, we talk with our eyeballs. If after a conversation. Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. do you mean? With your eye, what do you like, mean you talk like, with your it's eyeballs? Like, it's like uh, any further any further information you need to share is uh, is eyeballing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, you know. So how about I? How about I? I understood my source. Mm. How about Literally I? Un- yeah. How about I understood my source? That's why I say something about creation. Yes. If we if we try to create anything, oh man. <laughs> look what we look what man has done. Isn't it beautiful? Wow. Compare that to what God did. Oh man, let's all shut up. You know? Cause he did his and he said, Oh man, yo, this is beautiful. And he brought and he said to you, Yo, you can do it. Good it's like it's like a it's like a dad and a kid. It's like me and my little girl, like, yeah. Go on, go on, yeah. you can do it. She doesn't believe. Yeah, all she just knows 
is that she's got her eyes on that thing. Mm-hmm. See, kids, mm-hmm. they got their attention on it, like mm-hmm. that thing. Oh, what's that? What's Especially that? when they're trying to learn how to walk. Yeah. You know, you put their toy in front of them and say, come and get it. And they don't see anything else in the room but that toy you've asked them to come and get. And they will fall and get up and toddle their way that toy. to that toy. So focus and yeah. don't be scared to fall. Just keep your eyes on it. Just keep going. You you know. So how about we connect to creation? Mm. Connect to the father and the child. You know, all those things. So if you ask me about experiences yes. through 10 years, um, these are the things I've just learned along the way. Um, keep your hands open. Keep a clean slate. Be an averagely good guy. <laughs> Would you say you've always been in love with your job? I know you've ha- worn a lot of hats since over the past 10 years. You've yeah. done everything from money drop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, recently I've seen your uh, 234 mm. Discovery. Mm. You've done... Oh my goodness, why am I mm. forgetting that right? You've done a yeah, lot yeah. of things. Yeah, quite a bit. Quite um. A bit. Have you? Oh, and I've seen you on stage. You co- do you know how much you come alive when you're on stage? Are you aware of it? Um, I'm do you aware. feel it? Um, yeah, you feel it. But you do you feel, feel it, it in a different f- way to when you're acting when, or presenting or emceeing or? Oh, I, as as let me tell you, someone in the audience watching you on stage, there's a life you have that I have never seen in any. And I watch a lot of things you've done. I mean, okay. I don't stalk you, but I watch a lot of your work. Okay. It's only on stage that I see you light up in a very specific, distinct way. I'm like, ah, that's mm. stage, Gideon. Mm. Are you aware? The child. He didn't, at six, it wasn't on screen. It was on stage. Mm. It's the child. So when you're doing theater, yeah. you're yeah, yeah. that six-year-old Gideon again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also understood, um, I, I'm kind of, I think I have a, um, I like what I have with body language. Um, it must also come from observation. Okay. You know, like drama school will say you hear with your ear, but you listen with your whole senses. Um, so you must, I must be listening, Mm. I guess. So, uh. Um, playing in theater, I observed that my mates would would pay extra attention. Like, no, you can fail. Mm. Of all of us, you can fail. They put extra attention. Like, yo, this is not your turf, but let me let's let's help you make it right. You know, but they're just giving me enough. They're giving me more rehearsal time to go back to my kid zone. Like, it made me laugh in my head. Like, mm-hmm. um. This is where it could have been. If nothing else, I could have, I could have ended up like them, you know, because um, they're the guys who who slept at the theater, at the National Arts Theater. Yes. So if I if I if it didn't go this way, I would have gone to the theater mm. for real. I would have, I would have not slept there. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll go home every day, mm. but I'll be I'll be amongst that generation that hung out at the theater but I I really didn't because other things just happened yeah you know so they they look at me like oh I'm like you yeah, don't know I'm, I'm one of you one of you man we you don't one. even know yeah, yeah yeah so would you say then that you're are you always in love with what you do and are there moments I mean if we think about 
our roles, our careers, as it were, as a marriage, yeah. as a relationship. Yeah. You meet somebody, you in, you're in, in lust, yeah. passionate about them, in love with them. Yeah. And sometimes you fall out of love, yeah. but you still love the person. Yeah. Would you say you have that same parallel with your career? Have there been moments where you've fallen out of love with a particular role or job, as it were, that you were doing? And you were mm. just going through the motions knowing that... Mm. You love this thing and you will come back to it mm. emotionally. Mm. Um, performance, mm. generally. You know, I wish I could even f- do backflips and add more skills to it. <laughs> <laughs> you need any more? You know, really? I wish really? I could do some more. But performance makes me the happiest. I'm at my happiest when I'm performing. Okay. I did applied biochemistry in school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at my best in biology and English and literature. Okay. But I wasn't getting on until it was playtime. Yeah. So I don't think... Um, I don't think... I've falling out of love of being happy okay no this is where I'm my, at my happiest if it's about a career choice yeah. that didn't go right it's the choice yeah so you're you're always able to distinct between the choice and what you're doing yeah. so you never take out the choice on your oh, love no 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 okay. I did it anyways can't rule it out mm. what went wrong was the choice I made mm. um, it, it bombed at, uh, it bombed in cinema alright it was that choice mm. but did I have a good time doing what I did did I communicate my story I did it of course it's, equi- it's sweat equity it's yes. performance equity Yes, I put it in Yes. Um, but did it bomb in, in, in cinema did people not connect with it alright it's the choice that I made mm. But that cannot that choice cannot take away the love. There's no choice on the love. There's no choice on the love. It's just there. Because it's not your thing. It's not yours. Yeah? It's not yours. You're a custodian. You're, yeah. you're, we came into the world without our permission. Mm. You nobody took your permission to bring you to the world. Mm. Well, unless you're someone who believes in Ogbanji <coughs> and how Ogbanji is decided, exactly. well, oh, it's two o'clock, it's time to go back into the world. <laughs> oh, it's four, time you to know. leave the world again. <laughs> you know, except that. Yeah. You know, but we came here without our permission, but the world doesn't need our permission to take care of us. I see. Whoever brought you here doesn't need your permission to take care of you for bringing you here it's their deal mm. so whatever you carry it's your responsibility to deal with that thing yeah it's yours it's not even yours it's someone else's it's your responsibility to give it yes you must give it you must and it would it's like a child it would disturb you it would just keep disturbing you until you give it for real it will keep disturbing you will hear somebody who sounds like you singer who is in the shower yeah you will hear your exact you will hear your voice in somebody and you'll be like oh my word 
what am I doing here? Oh, m- maybe he took it. No, he didn't take it. It's there. It's there. But you will hear yourself, for real. You will see what you will see what you can do. Somebody's going to mirror it. Like what you've been thinking about it. I'm doing it. Mm. Yeah, somebody would do it. So That's that. happened to me a number of times actually, mm. and they've they've been. I've written treatments for shows or. Um, wanted to do certain things and I procrastinate or I dilly-dally or I worry or maybe nobody will like it maybe nobody would you know and you just for whatever reason you just dick around on that idea and years go by and then one day you switch on the TV or radio or open up a newspaper and somebody and you're like oh my goodness that's my but you can't claim it anymore because it's not your idea anymore that's their idea that's their project but you had the capacity but you did nothing with it you had the talent and you buried it yeah, I just said one word now, capacity. That happens after, when 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 you grow, you pick when if every level has vocabulary. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Every level has vocabulary. I really enjoy speaking with you. Every single time we we talk, it's it's always a lesson for me. Thank it's God. always a blessing. Thank God. Every level has a vocabulary. Because I, you didn't speak this way. I didn't speak this way. When yeah. I was trying to become this guy, yeah, yeah. But guess what? Back then, when we were trying to be this people, yeah, we were working like I want to be this guy when I become, yeah. And when you become, you speak as though, yes, right. Capacity. What I knew years back was I had talent. No, not today. That's old news. <laughs> Talent is oh you didn't know. Oh you didn't know. Mm. Good morning, welcome. Talent is oh that's stale. But I realized that I am large. I have capacity. So talent is not enough. Talent is not enough. Skill I, will never do it by itself. Ah. No, what, I, what, I'm, what I'm trying to yeah, what I'm trying to say is what I'm trying to say is. You carry. Okay. You are. You supersede what your what, talent, yeah, your innate yeah, yeah, talent yeah, yeah, yeah. has. Okay. Okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's bigger than that thing you yeah. think. It's bigger than that thing. That thing yeah. you do is bigger than that. It's the capacity. It's where that thing can do, go and do and connect and how many thousand people yeah. and beliefs and how many faint yeah. and how many, ju- you know, yeah, 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 you know, and how what ripple effect happens from that little thing you just that do. That spark that you have. It's capacity. Would you say you're somebody who believes in I know we, we've touched this already about how you do research and you study and you learn and you're very observant. Would you say that you're strictly that or do you also listen to your gut? Oh, Are gu- you instinctive? Yeah. Do you very, have intuition? Very. No, that's, that's how I go. Okay. I don't... Um, if acting draws from life, mm. which I kind of put, I put, it's like for me, it's this is one and the same. If I'm offset, whilst I'm living a really cool life, you know. Yeah. Um, so with acting, you can have conscious preparation. You can have logical preparation, but in the end, you have unconscious results. Okay. You can be aware in preparation, but what happens in the creation of, you know, doing whatever you do, 
just happened. If you have to go out the door, you're going to go out the door. Mm. If you planned it from sitting down, when you stand up to get out the door, you're just going to get out the door. Mm. You know? So, um, not like I planned anything, but I think I lost my train of thought. For a uh, do you want me to see yeah, my question yeah, again? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was asking about instinct Instincts versus, uh, versus okay. uh, instinct. The more logical research. Log- and yeah. Do you listen to your gut? Do you trust your gut? Has it ever steered you wrong? Or are you more of the, no, we're going to research and analyze. And if all indications are telling us that this is not the logical way to go, we're not going to do it. I don't think I work with logic. Uh, I work with logic after the fact. Okay. But my heart must keep a beat. So would you say that it instinct first? Yeah. Your instinct will kick in. Your gut feeling Adrenaline will kick in. Pumps and and like, at some point in time, yeah, you use the logic to execute yeah. whatever. In fact, it is I need I need other people saying. to tell me that I'm crazy. Ah. It's I need I use other people to. Yeah, they need to tell me if they don't tell me I'm crazy. Yeah. Then I know this ain't worth it. But you it must thrill seeker you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It must have hit me. My yeah. heart, my heart must have skipped. Yeah. And then I was so excitedly shared with everyone. Yeah. And they were like, "Yo, dude." Yeah. It must be. It must sound crazy to them. When it sounds crazy, they're like, "Oh, shout, yo, yeah, that's feedback I want." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it for me. Okay. And that's yeah. when I put thought to it because by myself I was just excited about what I just thought about like yeah. you know it's the best thing in the world until you're listening you tell me to Gideon talking about how he's so passionate <laughs> about just shocking people <laughs> with his brilliance any way oh, possible no. this is The Unsullied we'll be right back after this if I was good 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 get in Welcome back to the Unsullied. We are here with Gideon, and um, I'm I'm having such a ball with you. By the way, there's another. There's there's more. Oh, really? There's others as well. If you want it cooler, there's stuff in the fridge. <laughs> um, we're sharing beers today. Thank you. <laughs> and wisdom. He's dropping all sorts of pearls of knowledge on me today. Thank you. For the openers right yeah. there. Okay. Um, this is so real. Like anybody who's listening to this. <laughs> All right, so you you were telling me about your gut instincts and how sometimes you actually not most times you prefer mm. that over yeah. just logic. I guess that's what you have to do to be so great because if if it was easy and everybody could think their way through it, I guess mm. everybody would be doing it. But you mm. can't be that genius, that one mm. bright spark if mm. you relied solely on algorithms. Yeah, no, I think I work best under pressure. I think I work best on my toes. Um, it's quite unprofessional to say I don't read my scripts, mm. but I I I read them to know if I want to be engaged in it. Okay, and I let it go, mm. and then when next I read it is on the day, because mm. I like it to give me that same shock value or shock effect. Mm. Those are the things I work with to have prepared myself to that point. Of course, you can. It's unbelievable what you where you can go when you prepare. Yeah. But if it's to live, you don't prepare to live. So you're more of a method actor. Well, if you want to call that the method, yeah, that's the method. Um, uh, it, it goes from the inside out. Yeah. Um, but that's 
the the method is qu- is quite restricting. Okay. I would say in a sense because if you go from the inside out, you can't do that in isolation of what's uh, on the outside. Okay. That's what you're going to react to. Yes. That's what you're going to relate to. Um, uh, and you can your world mustn't be isolated. You can't just live in your own head. Mm. You know. So which is where the method meets uh, maybe a meisner. Okay. Excuse me. Bless you. Yeah. Thank you. You know, so um, yes, method because that's like now we're digressing. Method is like centers, like that's what centers you. You see, okay. from the method says, from out of stillness comes action. Mm. From out of dark came light. Mm. So something there was light. There was a there was a notion of light, but something was blocking it anyways. Mm. And you heard, let there be. Just darkness, get out of the way. Let's see this thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> we know it's already there. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's what the method is. Method is like from out of stillness comes ac- action. So, you know, imagine what happens in that moment of still and the moment of uh, chaos. Mm. So uh, I like to, I like to meet it and see what my senses do. And that's what I, yeah, that's what I, work with and see what happens to other people around me and yeah. see yeah then to have pre- but i but it's 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 also true that you may have consciously prepared how you want to how you how you want your tourist to curl okay in the close up you how you want your brow to twitch in yeah. the close up yeah. you know all those things you yeah. want to the actor wants to do but it's the one the character doesn't uh, is not aware of because the, the the actor the nuance that yeah. makes that scene yeah the actor knows what he wants to say. Yeah. But the character doesn't know yet until action. Yes. Wow. Mm. Okay, so um, can you think of any moment where you've been around a situation and you're about to go in and you were shit scared? Like, mm. oh my goodness, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be doing this. This is going to end in tears. Mm. And then you come out the other end And it was the most amazing thing ever It mm. was absolutely the experience you needed to go through mm. Right then Performance wise or what? Life, performance, Life. whatever whatever parallel oh. or oh. comparison you want to oh. draw Oh um. Where every bone in your body just screamed Run Right Get out Right but you were stubborn because you are stubborn, Gideon. <laughs> and you did it anyway. And you came out the other end and it was just an amazing experience that you would have been actually sad to have not lived through. Big brother. Yeah? Yeah. I was doing my project work at the time. My dad had, he was done paying his fees, mm. my fees. Um, I wanted to switch to mass communication at some point, I think in my second year. Um, it was free up until that point, but they needed fifteen thousand. From did you say biochem was what you were from doing? biochem? Yeah, from biochem to, to masscom. Because um, theater, I didn't make the cut. I think for theater and something else, yeah, yeah, I guess. And I also think I just felt like you know what? Don't worry, you'll deal with theater. Let me just go and get some English. Yeah, yeah. I think I just wanted to do literature or English. Yeah, you know, one of those or masscom or something. So, um, and then it was 15K at the time. I wasn't going to go home to tell my dad I needed 15K to switch um, courses Mm -hmm. and then wait one more year. You know, I couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. So I just went through like that. I mean, Um, this is your dad who gave up 
football for his yeah, brother's yeah. education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to go home, he'd be like, yeah, so you know that course I was doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck that. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. So give me 15K. I'm going to do right, MassCom right, instead. Right. It wasn't going to fly. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't going so to I fly. So I came back and I told him there's this thing I want to do is where some bunch of kids, 14 of them just stay in a house and just check off if they want. Mm. You know, just be there and the cameras are on them. And um, one person wins at the end. He's like, what? Dude, <laughs> get your life together, man. <laughs> but that was my life saying, this is where you need to be right now. Mm-hmm. It's the universe. And guess what? I didn't go there by myself. Someone sent me there. My friend says, hey, there's a show I see you on. Wow. Yeah. I have a picture of my phone is out there. It says, always surround yourself with people who make who inspire people who that, that 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 and also people who see the greatness in you even mm, if you don't see it in, in yourself. yourself that's how that line ends but it says a long it said a lot of things um so my friend says this show you should be on and he understood he told me yeah i'm like why he's like Every day, that's who you are. That's mm. the guy you should be, you know? Oh. So, um, it's like, if I have to call a name right now, I would say my friend, um, Jimmy Akinshola, who's okay. on the radio. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of guy like that. Like, you just see him, you know. Mm. It's going to happen one day. This one, you can't stop. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's like Jimmy. Yeah. The day I met Jimmy, I knew. Yeah. This guy, you can't stop this kid. Jimmy the entertainer. It's the, no, you can't stop that. No. I saw myself. I'm like, that's who I was. Mm. Yeah. And I saw a guy who was maybe 80% more. I'm like, oh, okay, he louder. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, we can. Jimmy's energy is out of this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't. I thought I was energy until I met Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. But from 2000. From 98 December, yes. I met Jimmy. 98 December, from that time, basketball. I just knew this kid one he's day. He's going somewhere. One day. One, this his noise. Is either they beat him up or he's going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> and so far, no one's beaten him. So nobody no one beating he's him. He's making up. it. He's making it. Uh, we don't pray no more. Ain't nobody going to beat you up, brother. <laughs> Has there you ever know? been a situation where you so, were hurt physically hurt. or emotionally or mentally or spiritually hurt mm. however looking back now you're grateful for the pain because of who it made you or what it taught you mm. hurt mm. Um, I'll say I've, I've stayed insulated by inspiration the more you don't believe this is you, the more it's inspiring to even you. Um, so that has blocked my ears or my senses from every other thing. Yeah, things happen. But the fact that, oh my goodness, it's I'm the one in position. Mm. Wow. It's, it's inspiring to even myself. So um, hurt. That's what I say. I feel like everything is a part of the process. Okay. 
you know, um, whatever you go through is a part of the process that you had. I've cried in church many a time. You know, imagine the guy sitting next to me who's waiting for a picture after church, feeling like uh, he just saw me cry my heart out. Ah! Are we talking? Are we talking just sniff? No, yeah, no, 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 no. You're no, bawling. No, I'm. A, I'm a emotion. Shoulders are going backwards. I'm a you know messy are you are you messy when you cry are you messy the few times i have let myself go in church yeah. i go 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 you wail may yo you know cuz um it's the only moment you if it happened in my room yeah you know maybe after a while i'll stifle it and it will go okay but the church is it's everything it's the it's everything it's it's, it's there's mood there's music mm. there's other people who are clamoring. Mm. There's the guy who's on the microphone who's telling you, go, go, go. You know, and you're there in the moment. You're not, you're there for the purpose mm. to connect. And we all need help. Yeah. I don't go to church as the guy you say I am, man. I go to church as the guy I know that I am. I go to church in my shoes mm. as they hurt. Yeah. You know, in my own shoes. I don't wear that guy you call me. I leave that at home. Because we all need help. That's why I find it funny when people stop me for pictures in church. It's the wrongest place, man. It's mm. like Christ coming into church to scatter the whole thing. Mm. Like not today, Satan. <laughs> not, today, not today, homie. No, not here. Mm. You know, um, when we get there, let's forget. The times I used to date and... My girl will stay like a few seats away from me because it's a personal connection. Okay. It's a personal connection. You don't, you know, we might be, we might be connected in something in prayer, but mm. it's a, we're here for a personal connection. If I make eye contact with you, it's back to the guy whose attention I want to have okay. or, or, you know, I came to seek, you know. Okay. Would you say a so, lot of, sorry. So, so sad or yeah, that was the question. Um, when you were hurt. Hurt. Yes. Physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever it is. But you felt pain. They've always been And then you moments. look back and you were grateful for that moment. You were grateful for the pain because it's it's taught you something or yeah. it's helped shape who you are now. Whatever reason it is that yeah. that made you grateful you see, for you that see, pain. You see, praise Jesus, now we have to forgive life. Yes. Because I went to church on maybe on Wednesday or on Sunday mm. and I got some word that even made me forget it. <laughs> I can't deal with you. I can't. I got some word that made me forget. Like you know, I was dealing with something last night. Yeah. I just feel good. I keep it moving. The word. So the word keeps you word. from like once you sleep, you wake up. You wake up with the, the word, word in the word, and the so word. whatever transgression happened yes. the day before, it ends. The word with that day. It's a huge promise, though. Mm. The word. The word. You must, because you I must feel, have I, a I very feel light like, heart then. You I don't, like you don't carry loner. bags with no. you. You, you, know, you travel light. Yeah. You travel light. Or you, else you wear yourself down. Mm. Else you age fast. You know, all those stuff. Um, I largely feel like a loner. Is um, that partly because you were a single, an, an only child? Yeah. Okay. But where it surprises me or inspires me the most is it's very evident that there's something or someone mm. taking care of me 
I don't have nobody, but I'm actually taken care of. Mm -hmm. I don't have no will. I don't have a will to fall back on. Mm. I don't have nothing to fall back on. I just have, I am me as you see me every day. I have nothing extra to my name. But the smile I wear from just being happy, being who I am. For real, it's a testimony. I am taken care of. That's incredible. I am really, really taken care of. You know? Um, so why won't I travel light? Because what I got right now is just myself. You know? My kid. And my mother. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? So, um... Would you say a lot of the way you you think... Um, who you are and how you travel light as it were also allows you to be able to seize the day in a way other people might not be for example mm. uh, tell us tell us about the time you met robert de niro oh because the first time you told me that story i thought i in would school. be the person who would have done the opposite of what you did because i'm i'm bag lady i have too much baggage <laughs> to have that the balls the yeah. kahunas that you have my in goodness. Tell us, know, tell us about the time you met Robert De Niro. So it's in school. And um, in class, they had said there will be a session that who wants to uh, be a part of the sessions, the $3,000 an hour type thing. So I'm there like, yo, I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> There's no money here. So I call my mentor manager. I'm like, dude. You know who I could possibly see tomorrow? He's like, whoa. So you know, I told him the whole story. Sent me like half the, half the thing. Mm. You know. But went into the session and realized like, um, this is a guy who sees you as you see him. That you make this session is as smart as you think I am is as smart as I think you are so he never said anything twice <laughs> he went as fast like he went above our heads yeah. like so um, but you had to catch everything funny for me that was in 2011 mm -hmm. I remember it was one of those periods where I would switch on you were the one of the main reasons, actually, if not the reason, because I remember you, I used to watch Tinsel. Ah. Then I had the good fortune of interviewing you when I was working at The Beat. And okay. you came in with Chris Atto and Chris, Colette Osibo. Yeah. I think it was your thousandth episode, episode? or yes. something, celebration. Yeah. And I met you, we spoke. And then there was a period where I just didn't see you on Tinsel. And the less I saw you, ah. the less interested I became in tuning in to watch tinsel okay. okay and it was way after that that you started telling me about courses you went on and things yes. that you've been doing and yes. career development yes. and i was like i yeah. knew there was a reason i liked you because i'm <laughs> I, I fucks with people who care about not just the art but furthering the art and yeah. making sure that they are the very best representations right of what they do and who they are as humans right and right. it was one of those sessions you told me about how you met robert de niro yeah. and yeah 
and you just kept coming out with questions for this guy and because uh, he didn't at, see you at coming the, at, the, no, at, the, at the end at the end i was the only black i would say original african okay in the class mm. so at the end it was a joke they would call me africa yo africa you reckon why was because i was the only working actor Okay. In the session, in all my sessions, in 2011, when mm. I did this thing, so it was like um, in between us, out of school, um, some guys from UCLA, you know, just like in between us. Um, but I was the only working paid guy mm. in the session, and it felt like most of my experiences were, uh, most of my experiences answered the 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 tutor's question so it felt good to have me in class yeah that you know like someone to uh, uh, you know endorse what they're saying yes um the, what they're saying i'm leaving you know when they talk i just like ha ha oh yeah that's true oh yeah, yeah. And like, oh you reckon you know so i always i would just laugh or something and he would like oh you reckon you know so that gave me like a personal connection so i'm i remember it's 2011 because then i only had facebook mhm and I wasn't so keen. Like I, I regret it's not now because I didn't have the camera phone. Like yeah, yeah. He, he's ima- doing an imaginary <laughs> selfie right now. By the way, so vain. <laughs> That's a side of me too. Yes. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Okay, so I have I have more questions, but I I, I think I've more than taken up. I, I had told you it'd be an hour. We've been okay. here more than yeah, an yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But I'm enjoying. I'm I'm so enjoying everything you're saying that I'm I'm being very selfish. So I'm just gonna brush past my yeah. other questions yeah. and go straight to the most important question of all. Okay. Okay, fine. The most important three questions of all. <laughs> One. <laughs> what main lesson have you learned that you would want to share with people today? Hmm. What main lesson have I learned in life, career, everything? Yes. Hmm. One lesson I learned. You only go any fucking time. <laughs> Love that. That's actually one of my favorite phrases that Twitter has spat out <laughs> in the past yeah. 12 months. Whilst you're here. Please say it again and explain what it means. You only go any fucking time. Person, if you die any fucking time, you can die any fucking time. Whilst you're here, do the best you can. Just go empty. Live it all on earth. Go and bring heaven to yeah, earth. Yes. Bring heaven to earth before you go. Love so it. you must do that. If there's a book that you would recommend that we go and buy right now and read, what would it be? Hmm. Regardless what our age is or career is, hmm. or like just one book. Hmm. Besides the Bible. Thanks. Besides the Bible. It's not anything out of the ordinary. It's not a big name. Hmm. But it's by my friend, and I'm really proud um, she put herself to do it. And it's actually, actually inspiring based on theses by other people as well. It's titled Moving Forward by Stephanie E.K. Okay. Moving Forward by Stephanie E.K. Is that available online or yes, hard copies online. only? Yes, uh, Hard copies. Uh, yeah, I think hard copies for now. 
Yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a really inspired. I didn't believe my friend could put herself to do that, and I read it, and it's, you know, someone you hang out with. Yeah. And then you read their work, and you're like, what? Why didn't you say this while we're sitting down? <laughs> Is this you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why didn't you say this all the while we're you're just talking to me? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you say you're hearing stuff. Mm-hmm. It's because we're sitting down to do this. True. You know. True. So I'm reading stuff is because she sat down to do, to do that. Right. Too. So it's it amazes me like, oh, you did this, wow. But it's I mean anybody will get will, will, will pick something from mm. it. Anybody. So a lot of our conversation so far got maybe a bit too deep for some people. Hopefully not too deep. Um, mm. I, I think a lot of what you said is something that I would I would have appreciated hearing four okay. years ago, five years ago, six years ago, okay. ten years ago, even you yeah. know. And and there are things you've said today where. It's definitely impacting me uh, going okay. forward as well. Um, so just to lighten it up a little bit yeah, before yep. I say thank you very much and goodbye. <laughs> I would like to hear about the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to you. But here's the thing. You're not allowed to tell me what the event was or explain what happened. Just give me four words. Just four the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? The most embarrassing thing that ever happened to me. I'm saying, I'm, I'm going to say in the in four words in the way, at least you can try to get it. Oh, we don't need to get it. Okay. It's up to us to try and figure it out. <laughs> Pool. Naked. Out. What's your last word? Shorts. Shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I wanted to add famous to it too, because that was the part that you know that everybody knew was me. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, it was fine without a put famous there, because everybody it was after Big Brother. Everybody knew it was me. It just came out like that. Oh Ooh. my goodness! <laughs> It was airy, yeah. It was airy? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't cold, right? No, it was no, a warm no, no. summer's day. <laughs> All right, tell us how we can find you, please. Websites, Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, whatever platform it is. You know, these social you. media things just mm. um, kill us from staying underground, you know, because underground is quite warm down mm-hmm. there. It's mm-hmm. always cool to be there. But um, I am on Instagram and Twitter on the same identity gideon underscore okay mm-hmm. um you can catch me there if you want to talk work or business catch me at bolabello at gmail.com okay and is there anything that you're involved with right now that you'd like us to see oh um right now i am resting but i have just finished from like plenty of things uh, 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 i've been doing uh there are three films to come there is a, a medical film, uh, a medical crisis film, mm-hmm. 93 Days. Um, there is also Bama Bama Express, for those who haven't seen it. It's in cinema. It's a crime kappa. And then there is Giddy Blues, which is a rom-com slash drama okay. set in Lagos. Uh, like a coming-of-age love story okay. type thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that opens in February. Yeah, so February be- 2016. 2016. Mm-hmm. So between now and February, the, the three three things you should see. 
And do you know when ni- the 93 Days might be out? Um, 93 Days will screen first sometime in December. 2016? No, December 2015. Okay. Um, basically for the investors. There's a lot of people who... I mean, it's a, it's a heavily invested project. Yes. Um, and for those who aren't aware, 93 <coughs> Days chronicles the, the experience, the Nigerian experience during the time of Ebola. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, those who gave up their, who lost their lives in, yes. in the event of that and all. So it would screen, uh, in, in, uh, December, potent, uh, primarily for the investors. I mean, it's, it's a heavily invested project because also it's going to, it's going to con. So, um, you know, the people who put money in it have to see it first yeah. before it goes out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so mm. grateful for you sitting here and imparting such wisdom. Thank you. Uh, and just dropping bombs on them. It's, I mean, you never know. I like to say that in perpetuity is a clause that shackles or frees every artist. Mm. And this time has that same clause to it in yeah. perpetuity. Somebody will catch it somewhere. You never know. Yeah. Hopefully, it's, this is for life. It helps you. You're listening. This is exactly what you needed yeah, to, yeah, to hear yeah, yeah. at the right time. Yeah. Thank you so much. Now, like if that. you're listening right now and you have questions or experiences you would like to share, even if you're listening to this way after we recorded it, that's okay. Uh, please send it to contact at oracagoddess.com. I happily accept emails, voice notes, whatever it is. Uh, just send it and. I might, if there's anything you directly want to speak with Gideon about, then reach out to him on his platforms as well. He is so knowledgeable and he's experienced so much within the entertainment industry in Nigeria. And he is someone who's pro educating and helping us structure the kind of uh, industry that we, we deserve and we should have really. So reach out to him and make sure you listen up for future episodes. When you send your emails, by the way, you have, if you have anything sensitive you'd like to ask, just indicate that you'd like to be anonymous so that I don't, you know, read out your name. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to this with podcast, which is The Unsolid, and please leave a review on iTunes so that we know, you know, what you like, what you want more of, what you would like less of, and uh, we hope this serves you. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you again next time. Bye. More beer for me. <laughs> My mother told me that she will buy me a rubber dolly if I was good, good, good.